Kelly Oubre Jr. can be back in a week. That steals the headlines, basically, from last night's overtime loss to the Cleveland Cavaliers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Look, I couldn't get it out. I really couldn't get it out. I'm so, like, happy to introduce my man. My man's back. He's been away for a little, had a little break for a couple days, but he's back in the building. What's good, Mitch? What's up? How you been, brother? Man, had some <clears throat> had some had some few health challenges I had to get over, and I'm in the process of getting over, man. But I appreciate the people who uh, kept me in their prayers, and it's good to be back here, man. A, a week away from the 76ers made me feel I, I felt homesick, man. Not seeing them guys, although I, you know I was able to watch them. But it's it's good to be back, and I uh, hope everybody is ready for their Thanksgiving. And hopefully the 76 can get a can can go to Minnesota and feast on them before their Thanksgiving. So I'm so I'm good, man. Yeah, we'll see. But just so you guys know, that's John Mitch, John Mitchell, the legend, my co-host. I'm Keith Pompey. You know, we've been doing this thing for a while, but it's great to have Mitch back because I'm telling you, endless, endless, endless lives. He all right, he all right for a Howard dude. <laughs> hour, dude. But, you know, other than that, he's good. But, Mitch, you know, the Sixers lost in overtime, 122 to 119 yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was a lot to talk about. But Kelly Oubre Jr. is going to be reevaluated in a week. You know, we all know Kelly is out with a fractured rib. We know that whole situation. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be out for a long time now they're talking about he'll probably well they're talking about he could return in a week now what it is is he's going to be evaluated and probably like about a week i think maybe next monday or tuesday mm-hmm. they're going to evaluate reevaluate him if all is good kelly's going to play now if he doesn't if he doesn't get re if he doesn't clear everything now it's not going to be weeks it's going to be days so I honestly expect we could probably see Kelly Oubre when they play the New Orleans Pelicans. They play the Lakers next Monday. Okay. And next Wednesday, mm-hmm. they play the New Orleans Pelicans. And then they have a game later on that week in Boston against the Celtics on December the 1st. Mm-hmm. I think we could see Kelly then, man. It's big news. Yeah, that's huge news considering that at first the um... – it seemed like the prognosis was going to be, you know, for a long time that he would be absent from the roster. Uh, and, and, and as we can see, you know, they miss him in the starting lineup. They miss him on the floor. They miss that that fourth score, which he has become. And the fact that the timetable has sped up is, is, is good news. Uh, it's good news that maybe he is healthier. 
Um, obviously, he's healthier than they originally thought. And and they could use him because the schedule's getting a little bit meatier right through here, as we've seen right there, you know, Cleveland uh, and and some other teams coming up in front of them that are that are better than some of the teams that they play. So I'm glad to see, I'm glad to hear this news. Uh, and, and, you know, we can, we can put this whole chapter of, you know, what cameras picked up what and what part of the city, you know, I'm kind of tired of hearing about that. And, you know, nobody, you know, he's, if he, if he's healthy, that's the most important thing. He didn't, nobody, nobody appears to have been hurt as a result of whatever may have happened, whatever the accident was. So I'm riding with the Sixers on what they're saying about it. And I'm, you know, glad to see him. See, I'm glad to hear this optimistic news that you're reporting exclusively, Keith. So, yeah, well, I mean, it was one of those things that a lot of people. I mean, we we got it at a press conference, so you know, okay. it was one of those. But yeah, but um, you know, but the the, the thing is, yeah, I mean, I, I think when you look at this team right now, um, and we'll talk about it. You know, we talk about um, overreactionary after a game, after mm-hmm. a loss and stuff like that. There were certain things that I didn't like that I saw with, with the 76ers, and we'll talk about that. And, and, and again, it's good that they got a test tonight against the Minnesota Timberwolves right. to, see, to see if this is a trend or if this is something that they just had a bad night. Right. Um, but when you look at Kelly Oubre coming back, it, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, we talk about they lost back-to-back games before when Kelly didn't play and Nick Bertoon didn't play. Mm-hmm. Both of them were gone. So now you look at it and you say, okay, with, with with Nick, they got Nick back and with Kelly back, it makes them a whole lot more deeper. Like right. certain guys don't have to get these minutes that they have, um, you know, get, you know, sometimes you get overexposed, certain dudes do. But then at the same time, I, I feel like the minutes that Kelly being out, it let us know that a guy like Daniel House Jr. can still contribute for the Sixers. Right. You know, a, a guy like uh, Jaden Springer can still contribute for the Sixers, right? Mm-hmm. So, or he can, because it's not like he played before, right? So, right. you know what I mean? I look at that and I say, what this does is it just makes the Sixers a little bit more deeper. You know, now, unfortunately, mm-hmm. a guy like a K.J. Martin, a Furcon Korkmaz, your minutes are basically non-existent once yeah. he come back, comes back. But that's the one thing that I like about him. And, and, you know, he's been on a tear. The thing is, though, the question is, how is he going to handle, you know, that physical contact when it comes down to dealing with the ribs and I'm um, getting right. hit in the rib and all that other stuff. So that's a major question mark that, you know, he has to overcome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and I think I saw some footage. Was, was he, was, is he on the floor already doing, is he doing non-contact stuff? Yeah. What happened is he was supposed to do some stuff yesterday. Um, and, and also like he was scheduled to do some stuff yesterday um, but be, the day before that, it was one of those things where he came out, like we were there. Um, I don't know if how much he watched their practice mm-hmm. when practice was over and guys was getting up shots and the practice was kind of light and yeah. it was more like a shoot around type of thing. Mm-hmm. The guys got, but when practice was over, 
what he did is he came in. He went. They got two courts. They got a a, a far a court close to where the media is, and then they got a one right next to it on a, you know on the other side. Well, he went to the far end, and he did like uh, sprints. He did some suicides. He did you know some cardio work. And then from there, he went and he worked out with, you know, the shooting coach, Rico Hines, mm-hmm. and his staff guys and got in like, you know, maybe I want to say a half an hour, 45 minute workout, you know, I mean, where he was just moving nonstop. Right. Um, so, yeah, he, he did some stuff. So some in there. But again, the next step for him is going to be contact drills with the player right. development coaches, then the scrimmaging, the practicing. So. You know, that makes you lead you to believe that one of those things where it might be, you know, that's why they talk about next week where right. you'll have a couple of days mm-hmm. probably to practice in between games. Yeah, and, and you know, they're, they're obviously going to err on the side of caution with this. You know, if, if the ribs can be something, you know, ribs are protecting lungs, you never know you know, the extent of the injury. But my, my gut feeling from what you're hearing and what you're seeing, Keith, um, is he's going to be back sooner than expected. You know, the, at first it was, you know, you, you hear, when you first hear somebody being involved in, in, a, in a car accident, you know, on a bicycle walk, whatever whatever the case may be, uh, you, you, you think long-term because you're talking about, you know, two tons of metal moving down the street and running into a, a relatively frail man. Um, although he is a professional athlete. So, again, I think it's good to hear that, you know, they have, and obviously they're going to have, um, you know, marks for, you know, marks for him to meet. And, you know, hopefully rather, you know, sooner rather than later. I, I'm, it's starting to sound to me like, you know, with him being out there as quickly as he was. And um, you, you guys haven't had an availability with him, have you? Nah, not yet. That's the thing, yeah. you know. Like as soon as he, you know, gets off the injury report, yeah, then we 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 can have one. But yeah, I mean, that thing is un- unfortunately for him. There's going to be a lot of questions that's going to be asked, and I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Like you got to move on, and and, and you do. Mm-hmm. But there are going to be some questions that that has right. to be asked. You know, right. just right. because there's a lot of people saying this and saying that, and you know, just for his standpoint, clarification. But right. at the same time, you understand that if you're him, you just want to hurry up and get this thing over with. Yeah, and you don't want to say something that might not to say that he's not telling the truth, um, but you don't want to say anything that might seem to be like you're incriminating yourself over right. over something that when you didn't even commit a crime or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and the sooner this, this, the sooner he has that press conference, they'll move beyond that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, it should. Mm-hmm. But, but look, I want to talk to y'all about eBay Motors, right? Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to lift your roster. And there's a guy who Sixers fans, Mitch, want the Sixers to draft. I mean, not draft, but trade for it. It's like there's so much love for this dude. So much love for this dude. So I'll be remiss not to pick this guy 
And this guy is drum roll. Chicago Bulls guard, Alex Caruso. See, I went left. <laughs> I went left. A lot of people thought it was going to be Zach Levine. But it's Alex Caruso. What? Inserting into their lineup for the Bulls, Car- Caruso is appealing fantasy options until he inevitably gets hurt. Like, he's an appealing option. Until he gets hurt. Now they're saying he's appealing until he gets hurt. So everybody's talking about the guy's going to get hurt. But I'm telling you, he does it all for them. Like, you know, and he's one of those guys. It's not like he's going to score a lot of points. He's going to do this. But what he does is he's one of them utility players. Lunch mail. Get, gets all, you know, whatever you need. So for him, and plus, everybody loves him. I think that he could be. Uh, a, a good selection. I don't know personally if I want him over DeAnthony Melton. That's me. Like yeah. about the Sixers uniform, but I'm gonna pick him because I know that's a guy that Sixers fans want. Now here's something else, y'all. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with our vehicles, right? So, you know what I mean? So the thing about eBay, we talked about it before. You know, you go there, I buy stuff. Like I was joking with y'all the one time, talking about, you know, some other things. But here's the deal. Like eBay Motors, if you need a car part, if you need whatever thing, you go there. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors have it. And with an eBay guarantee fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. I love that, Mitch. Give me my money back if it don't work. Yeah. and Exactly. Plus, Give me, a cat, get me a catalytic converter if we need it. Just went out. I know, right? Somebody took yours. No, nah, I didn't know. Oh. I know some people who are looking for them. <laughs> oh, I know a lot on the, on the legal side. <laughs> on, on, okay, okay. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. So keep your ride or die alive at eBayMotors.com. I'm telling y'all, do it today, people. Definitely. Do it today. Now, something else I want to talk to y'all about. You know, the the Lost National, Locked On National YouTube channel. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, Mitch, so we talked about Kelly coming back, right? I saw some things yesterday that I didn't like. Um, I, You know, the Sixers are always about making tests, and this whole thing has been a test for them. They played a lot of teams that had four-guard lineups, right? Mm-hmm. This is the second time that they played a team who they have guards, but they got physical big men or they got big yeah. men. 
The first one was against Detroit. And Detroit, a young team, you know, a, a young team with a losing record. And I felt like the Sixers couldn't match their physicality until, like, late in the game, like the third quarter. And by that point, it's because, um, you know, some of the guys got in foul trouble. They got injured. Right. This game against Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, Dean Wade, and my man Tristan Thompson, the ageless one. Yeah. They had a tough time against those dudes. And 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 Jared Allen, back in the day, he used to be a punching bag for Joel Embiid. Yeah. This brother was dunking on Embiid, doing all types of stuff. I mean, you know what I mean? It was just like they just had energy that the Sixers couldn't match. Yeah. Mitch, is that concerning to you? Yeah, I think it is. You know, you look at the 76ers, and and like you said, Jared Allen did used to be, you know, a, a doormat, punching bag, uh, whatever, you know, a throwaway chicken bone for, for Joel. <laughs> um, but but he's always been a good player. He's, he's always played, played well against other guys. He's always been a pogo stick, hopping around around the rim. But uh, yesterday, they, um, you know, that, that was a team that was just, they were just, they had more energy than 76ers. Uh, and and you could see the difference, particularly in, in in the big man. You know, we had Joel. Joel put up, you know, the, the numbers we expect from him. But um, you know, they, you know, guys were rebounding. They got clobbered on the boards yesterday. Mm. You know, that physicality showed itself there. Um, what was it fifty six forty four on the glass? Uh, even, even my man George and Yang got in there, you know, and, and grabbed yeah. and grabbed some boards for them. So yeah, and, and it's interesting, not not to jump ahead, but they're going to they're going to see another physical team tonight, and when when they do go to Minnesota, so it, it, it is concerning, you know, that they seem to almost back away from the energy and the effort that Cleveland introduced into the game early on. And um, yeah, that's concerning, you know, that's uh, and, and again, you know, it's a new season. They weren't at full strength, but my God, you know, where there was no Donovan Mitchell yesterday uh, for Cleveland. So, um, yeah, you, it's, it's all part of the, you know, they're in the embryonic stages of developing into what they will become. But they have in Joel Embiid's history, there has been sometimes I'm not by, by no stretch of my point of this on Embiid. Um, but he's you know, put it this way: you would like to see Mo Bamba be something else other than a hood ornament at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you, you, it's like you, you look down the bench and you got a seven footer who was drafted high, and it's like, bruh, when are you? Do I need to bring some smelling salts down there to, to invigorate your your fading career? Do you want to get on the floor? You know, because they could have used it. I mean, and you know, we know his mo is not to be near the rim, but that's what they need. It's not about what you do. It's sometimes in this league, if you want to stay around, stick around, you've got to assert yourself. And they they need they're going to need some big bodies now. Yeah, and that's the biggest question mark. Like you know, because like when you think about Mo Bamba, you know Mo Bamba is you know a rim protector. He's also he can shoot the three. He can do the. He's one of those dudes who like Embiid. He has like a lot of athleticism. And the word coming out of training camp, like, again, you're not in there and you don't get to see the practices. But when you go in there, you ask questions. And it was like, yeah, Embiid had a block party. Mo Mm -hmm. Bamba was right behind him. 
You know what I mean? And then right. you look at it, and then you see some of these preseason games, and you were like, ooh, you saw where, you know, Mobamba was struggling a little bit, like with being in the right spot and things mm-hmm. like that. But, yeah, you are right. This was a Mobamba game yeah. because they got – they had, you know, Evan Moley, seven foot, Dean Wade, 6'10", Jared Allen, 6'11", you know, Tristan Thompson, he, you know, uh, 6'10". And, yeah. they, and you are right, man. Like, you know, this team was undermanned. And, and like, you know, maybe that's a problem they had. Maybe less is more for them. But not only did, um, like, Isaac Okoro didn't play. Good right. player. You right. know, um, Karis Levert didn't play. Mm-hmm. A good player. And then then the best player on the team, Donovan Mitchell, didn't play. So, you know, when you, when you say that, you're like – this wasn't a, a a particularly good showing for the Sixers. Right. And then you ask yourself, like you also said, tonight it's supposed to get harder because yeah. now you're going and, you know, this team is well-rested, talking about uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. They're at home. Um, they have Carl Anthony Towns, mm-hmm. right, seven-footer. Yeah. Then you have Rudy Gobert. Another seven footer. So, you know, it's one of those things where you see what Joel does if he plays. And if he doesn't, that that could be another problem. If he doesn't, I'm waving a white flag right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It it, it it's um it's tough, man. It's, it's a bad spot to be in. But yeah, they gotta they gotta fix this, man. They got problems. I feel like when it comes down to, you know, playing these uh, these these twin towers because the physicality they got to match. It. I mean, you yeah. do, you got to fact match it. You know, like Joel's a big dude. They got some other dudes who are, um, you know, who 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 are you know solid size. That's one of them things where they they got to match that man. Like, yeah. no doubt. They yeah. they they got to match it. They got to match it big time. You know. So yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll see. But hey, I want to talk to you about FanDuel. And you know, we keep talking about the NFL. I know your Eagles had a pretty good game against the I can't catch a cold Chiefs, or like we wide open, we can't run routes. Yeah. Chiefs. Andy Andy Reid when Andy Reid infected Donovan McNabb with the James Thrashes. And the Nah Browns of the world now. Oh, it looks like that's he's got another like. super quarterback. Yeah, did he do that? That's what it seemed like, right? Yeah, that's what it yeah. seemed like. Yeah. So, so early this NFL season, score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets. With any winning five dollar money line bet, that's a hundred and fifty bucks. If you win, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get into action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, and more. So visit FanDuel.com/lockedon and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel official partner of the NFL. Now, Mitch, it's something else I want to talk to you about. Um, 
you know, right now, I, I guess it may take a little bit more time, but I want to talk about Marcus Morris. Mm-hmm. You know, Marcus Morris, you know, covered him when he was in high school, great player. And I, you know, he's one of those guys, him and his brother, Marcus and Marquise, were two quality guys. I mean, quality players, right? You didn't, like, of all the guys who made it in the NBA in Philly, in high school, you wouldn't have said it was those two were definitely going to make it. Right. But you look at it, and their careers have lasted longer than most. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right? But right now, I'm looking at him, and he scored in, in seven games with the Sixers. He scored a total of eight points. Mm-hmm. He's shooting three for ten. He's one for five on threes. He's averaging one rebound in 7.1 minutes. Now, when we looked at all these guys, you felt like he, him, and Nick Batum were the two guys when they acquired them in that trade from the Clippers who had the biggest upsides, mm-hmm. right? I Nick, like Cuff, too. I, 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 like, yeah, you, I, I like Cuff, too. But if I had to rank them mm-hmm. one, two, and three, it would have been Nick Batum, mm-hmm. him, then Cub. And the reason why that is because I look at Nick Batum and I look at Cub and they have like similarities. Right. right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like Cub. No but when I look at Marcus Morris, he looks like a guy who would come off the bench and just give you buckets. Yeah. You know, give you buckets. Yeah. Now the the thing is this the Sixers are all about cutting. They're all about doing stuff. I don't see a lot of cutting when he gets in, right? I see a guy who looks like he has to get back in shape. Now, once he gets in shape, you know, we might see more of that. Mm-hmm. Right now, he looks like a guy who has to get back in shape. Yeah. And and with that is the production that I've seen, it's hard. I guess it's hard for them to give him more minutes than he than he's getting. Because his production isn't there. Yeah, yeah, he's a guy who, um, you know, and, you know. Plus, he's it's, it's never good when you've gotten long in the tooth, like he is now, and and you have to play yourself into shape. That's never a good thing. We kind of saw that a lot. Um, you know, that was kind of James. Well, James Harden was. All oh, that's a different case. But you know, the guy had to play himself into shape. I, I think he'll come around. But un- unfortunately for the 76ers, I think the only way he will come around is um, is by getting these minutes on the floor, you know. Uh, and, you know, right now he's obviously behind, you know, Batum, obviously behind Covington. Um, but, yeah, he, he, and he's a wild card in the sense that he's not ready. Um, and, you know, hope because, like you said, he's a guy who could give you buckets. He's a smart, cerebral guy can do those things um but if, if he's not cutting if he's standing around if he's you know getting the ball in the middle of the road the ball rotating and getting it out of his hands as soon as possible then disappear which seems to be somewhere the mo that's that's not his game you know so um hopefully for the 76ers this will change and i think it will uh i mean obviously when when, when they pulled the trigger on that trade they were more so looking at you know an expiring contract with him that that was the true value for him as an expiring contract um 
But yeah, they're they're going to need a through here. It would be it would be nice if he could get out there tonight on a back to back and make a contribution. So we'll see. But you know, he's you know he he talked about coming home, playing home, being happy to be here. So you know, he's going to have to extend himself and 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 recognize make you know recognize that desire to be home and earn his minutes. Otherwise, you know, like like right now, he's just he's not giving them anything. But I suspect it's because he's out of shape, and I think that he will get in shape and make a contribution. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like you say, get in shape, make a contribution. See, the thing with him is, and you can look at it, and you say give him more minutes, but the thing about him is, you know, his thing is shooting. Yeah. Like, you know, he's you know his thing is shooting and toughness. Right. Like, I'm not saying, he, like, where you got Cub and Batum, these are guys who can come in, don't touch the ball, don't do anything, and get deflections and do stuff and go the other way. And their plus minuses are like legit. You right. know what I mean? Like Cub, you know, right now Cub isn't like a lockdown, lockdown defender. But what he does is with his length, he's great in in space and getting, you know, getting deflections. That's good for him. Yeah. But when you look at Marcus Morris, it's more like when he's out there. And he's playing those three-minute stretch, and he's not, like, touching the ball. He's not shooting the ball. He's not doing anything. It's kind of like, well, we need him to get – we need him to get baskets. We right. need him to – like, we need him to, to to hit shots like D. House is doing. Yeah. But the problem is D. House is a better defender. You, you right. know what I mean? Right. So – hmm? He can move his feet. He can move his feet. He can move his feet. Yeah. And and so that's the thing, um, you know that's the thing right there. And you know we gotta, um, you know we, we that, that's something that 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 we that we gotta um, or that he gotta work on. Yeah. Get to, to be able to get him some minutes. So it is what it is. You know mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll see how it works out for for the Sixers. We'll see how it how it works out for him, but. You know, I, I he still got a little time. He still got a little time on the side. You know, he got a little acclimation. He got the acclimation processes. That window's still a little bit open for him to get it together. Yeah, it's a little bit open, but you know, you don't want it to hurry up and close quickly, though. Right, right. You know, you don't want because, like, you know, right now in the Sixers, yo, uh, they dropped the. I mean, they have the same record as the Milwaukee Bucks, but they dropped the third in the East. Yeah, and if. <laughs> If Embiid doesn't play, I mean they they defeated teams without him though in the past. Yeah. They, they beat this, but huh? They ain't beating this team. I don't think. I think I'm I'm, I'm going to air on the side. I think Joel will be there tonight. He's doing better back to back. I bet you he doesn't play. Well, if you you closer to <laughs> <laughs> the way you lean back and sit there. I'm going to that's like NBA. That's like you know. That's like I bet this dude. So this dude was feeling himself yesterday. I hope he ain't watching the podcast. So, so no, nah, never that, Keith. I hope he is watching the podcast. No, nah, I hope he isn't because he might. He might say maybe never. But anyway. my screen is frozen. So the dude, sorry about that, y'all. Technical difficulty. The dude was saying, "Hey, Keith, the Giants are trash, right?" So I like, he was right. right. I was like, "Yeah, you're right." I said, "But I bet you, I, no." I said, "I bet you money 
that they beat the Eagles the final game of the season. He's like, what? I bet you $200. So then I was like, <laughs> so then I was like, nah, I'm not going to you like that. So I said, nah, I'm not going to bet you 200 And he was like, why not? Why not? What you scared? What you scared? I said, nah, dude. The, e- the Eagles should have everything locked up. Should. That's the final game of the season. Like, yeah. why would you play your starters in that right. game? Right? Why? Why? And he was like, I don't care. I still want to bet. Like, nah, man, I'm not going to take the money like that. He said, like, well, then bet me 20. i like, all right, I'll bet you. So then the other dude's like, I'll get on that bet you. So he was betting all these people. He was betting Eagles fans 20. Right? I was like, yo, so his pride, like, so, hey, bro, like, so if you watch this podcast, please turn it off at the 26-minute mark. <laughs> We're good. But, hey, Mitch, I want to, before we go, um, I want to I want to talk about uh, the locked on now thing again, right? Locked on has launched the first ever national sports twenty four seven streaming channel on YouTube. Locked on Sports Today is here for you twenty four seven, covering the top sports story of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. I'm telling y'all, you really will like it. And then also, I just want to thank y'all for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, when you go to YouTube, make sure you click on that Liberty Bell, right? When you click on the Liberty Bell, you become a new subscriber and you get notifications. And I'm telling you, I'm happy my man Mitch is back in the building, so to speak, so we can give y'all this podcast and we can have his, his voice and his knowledge and his wit. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget the wit, right? Yeah, the wit. Yeah, you be throwing people under the bus. It's like, no, nah, no, you don't. You, <laughs> That's you just keep wit. it real. Huh? That's considered wit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, y'all. Have a good one. We'll be back to dissect this game. Mitch owes me some money, hopefully. So we'll see. All right. Peace, y'all. Y'all take it easy.